Chris, if I was with you, I would just hug you and say yes! Hey everybody, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the American Gangster in Red. The red Google shirt, if you can't see him on audio. Chris Schaefer, looking good in red. How's it going? Yes. Hi, Jason. Hello, podcast listeners. As always, I am Chris, and who joins me today is Jason, because we have a show where we're going to pick Jason's brain, Jason's creative brain, who has the tablet and the pad that he writes down notes, and he wakes up in the middle of the night in a sweat and thinks, oh, wow, there's a thing, and he writes it down. I've seen it. I know it exists. And today we get to explore one of those little notes that Jason wrote up, which is exciting. You want to read my notes, Chris? No. No, I want to hear it. Clean bathrooms. <laughs> so, Chris, Chris, before, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Now, before we get into today's content, which uh, if people read the title, I'm sure they're dying to get to, I want to start off by reading a review on iTunes, Chris. And by we, I mean I, because Chris can't take himself to that level to do it. We, I beg for reviews on iTunes every week. And they come in like a trickle, but the people that leave them, I super appreciate you guys. You can tell they the really most. mean it. You can tell. Yes. Now, uh, we have a re- new review here, Chris. Entertaining Data Guys, No Way, by AdWit. Five stars. The only PPC AdWords podcast. Chris, have you read this review yet? No, I have not. Oh, you're going to love it. Chris won't ask for the reviews, but he loves the reviews way more than me. Like, he, they just warm his soul. Yeah, so. yeah. The only PPC AdWords podcast I've found so far that keeps me awake while driving. Data guys that are also entertaining and not mononymous robots, mind-blowing. Tons of actionable tips and strategies for both the beginner and the advanced PPC managers. Highly recommend. Chris, you like that review? I do. Keep you awake while you're driving. Because that, you know, it's not that we're necessarily overly exciting. I think what it says a lot is those other guys are so boring that they put you asleep. You know, we still talk about some boring stuff, but we try and make it interesting. I like that. Hey, Chris, maybe if uh, you and I knew as much about quality score, the inner workings of quality score as everybody else does, maybe we would just talk about technical stuff. (laughs) Jason's teasing. Jason's teasing about next week. Next week. We're both excited. We're going to we are going to crack the code on quality score. We're going to hack quality score. And we're going to tell you guys how to get 10s out of 10. Oh, gosh. We're going to have an honest conversation. Jason, you are leading with improper, uh, I guess, teasing about this. We're, we're going to have an honest conversation. Guys, we're going to have an honest conversation about quality score. No BS, honest talk, real talk, real talk. How to hack quality score. No. The secrets of quality score no. 2018. Oh, gosh. No. No, because we're going to just tune in. If you're not subscribed, hit that button. You're not going to want to miss it. Next week, if people can't wait, we're going to be talking about quality score. Uh, And I can guarantee you what we're going to talk about today is 10 times more important. But there's still going to be those idiots after this episode that go, yeah, we talked about the profitability of my campaign. But what about quality score, Chris? How are we going to jack those quality scores up on the keywords that don't get any clicks this month? So, Chris, you're giving away the secret. Before we <laughs> let's talk about profitability, okay? And no, this wasn't on our outline. Yes, I'm jumping on you with this. I'm putting you on the spot, but I want to. I'm, I'm genuinely curious about this. I, I go to chrisschafer.com. I fill out the lead form. Thirty seconds later, I get an email saying, "Hi, this is Chris. Uh, I'm looking forward to our call. 
I call in, you tell me, hey, my internet sucks, I may break out, blah, blah, blah. And then I go, no, dude, actually, you sound crystal clear. You seriously need to stop worrying about that. And then we get into my business. And let's say I am, oh, I don't know, a moving company. And I want to hire you for AdWords. At what point does profitability and CPA and cost per conversion come up? Are you talking about that with your prospective clients? Do people ask about how to make AdWords profitable? Because I feel like it's not talked about enough. Like, no. when, when does it come up with you and your clients? It rarely does. I mean, most of the time it comes up with people who have tangible numbers that they can look at and tell, okay. you know, how much they are able to generate for one sale. You know, so e-commerce companies, you know, people that are selling something tangible product is worth this much, especially it comes up with, you know, B2B companies where one sale can pay for the entire year's worth of AdWords expense. Cause they, they remind right. themselves and me about that all the time. Cause they're like, you know, Chris, all we need is one good lead. And that keeps them hooked on AdWords because they know it's worth the investment because all they need is that one good lead that they can score a ton and continue pushing into AdWords and get more and more of those without, you know, going in the hole. So, but majority of the time, no, it's not a conversation. Yes. Same, same thing for me, Chris. Uh, not a lot of people bring up the word profitability or profit or profitable. And to me, as a former accountant, as a classically trained accountant, debits and credits, what do debits equal, Chris? They equal credits, okay? What do uh, assets equal? They equal liabilities plus stockholders' equity, okay? Yeah, thank you. As a classically trained accountant, I love profitability, Chris, and we've brought up the word profitability on the show a couple times. Each time you kind of like give me this look like, dude, shut up and move on. But then we get these very interested listeners, Chris, who go, wait, 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 what, what, what did you say about CPA and cost per conversion and profitability? So I figured, Chris, I could write an article about it. I figured I could create a tool about it. And then I figured I could use our shared show to promote my content. So Chris... All jokes aside, all jokes aside, um, let me tell you why this is on my mind, okay, Chris, because this really matters. I have a client, Chris. They are in a business. They were a very tough client to deal with because what happens when you run on AdWords, Chris, is you see that AdWords bill come in 500. every week. 500. 500. 500. 500. And they, they never, they're never late. They're never late. No. It's always on time. And uh, a lot of my clients, including this one, are very focused on cost. They look at their credit card statement. They get those notifications. And they hate seeing that 500 every week or multiple times a week. And it just – it's psychologically, it's just bad, bad, bad to see that. And they start thinking AdWords is just costing them money and not doing anything positive for them. And so what that turns into is calls to me going, hey, this isn't working. Hey, why do my campaign suck? Hey, what am I getting for this? Hey, I think they overbilled me. Blah, blah, blah. And I tried all the normal stuff, Chris. I was like, look at your search. I tried the Chris Schaefer method. Look at your search terms. That didn't work. Uh, <laughs> I tried, look at your conversions. That didn't work. And nothing in the AdWords data was convincing this client that AdWords was working. Even though we were getting good search terms, even though we were getting conversions, calls, lead forms, and all that. So then finally, we did the AdWords profitability question. I asked the client, what is the lifetime value of a customer for you. And she said, well, $3,000. That's what she gets on average. And we didn't even do any like word of mouth or anything like that. And then her cost per conversion was $60, Chris. So I said, okay, you know what? If one out of every 10 leads 
is turning into a job for you, a signed up job, a signed up client, you're spending $600, 10 times 60 to get $3,000 of value. And I said, but let's go beyond that. Let's be super conservative and say only one out of 20 good solid leads from AdWords is turning into a client for you, a customer. Then that means it's costing 20 times 60, which is $1,200. But your value is 3000 profit. So you're making $1,800 from every AdWords customer you get. And that's assuming one out of 20 leads turn into a customer, which is pretty conservative, Chris. So once I explained those numbers to her, that's when it clicked. And since then, she's been a very good client in terms of focusing not on like, oh, they're billing me, they're billing me, but like, oh, yeah, this is profitable. How do we grow my campaign? How do I increase my budget? Can I get more quality clicks? And Chris, I just thought running through this profitability question and coming up with a way for people to understand it very easily, it would make people who do our job, there's no reason to ever lose a client now over this because you can explain the numbers to them. And then if you're an AdWords advertiser, business owner listening, there's no reason you should ever spend money on AdWords and lose money going forward. You should always run a profitable campaign because we're giving you the tools to do that. So that's why this matters, Chris. Are you now on board? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I understand that it makes sense and I definitely know the value. And the truth is, Google knows this too, because there's already a system in AdWords that will show us the value of uh, what AdWords is bringing compared to the cost. You know, it's already built in and most people may not even use it. But when you set up a conversion for most of my clients, you just say no value assigned. You know, you click the little button when you're setting up a new conversion and you can assign a number, a true value to every conversion, even if it's a phone call, even if it's a contact form. And I think to take the resolution before we get to, you know, how to actually do this, what Jason's about to describe is essentially how you determine what number you put into that conversion value. And this will give you whether you are making money or losing money in AdWords, assuming that you have your conversion tracking, right? Assuming that you have all these other factors, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can mess it up, but yeah. The truth is, this will be the most honest way of knowing who cares about search terms, who cares about conversions and conversion rates. It comes down to black and white. Well, actually, red and white. Are you in the red or are you right. in the black? I said red and white. Right. Black and red, accounting terms here. Yeah, so Jason, right. I, I'm I'm interested. Let's dive in. So what are the factors? Take us through the step-by-step of uh, what are the factors involved to get to this sacred number that we can put in to AdWords. Okay. Now the factors involved here, Chris, the first one is average lifetime value of a new customer. I think, I'm not for sure, but I think when Google describes this number, they talk about revenue. We've had some guests on before who use this number as a revenue number. For me, Chris, the way I come up with my formula, I like looking at it as a profit number. So average lifetime value is a profit number. So there's two factors that go into that, Chris, and this is for lead generation. This is not for e-commerce. This is for lead generation. Average lifetime value of a new customer. Let's say you're a divorce lawyer in Memphis because, you know, one day I'm just going to meet one and he's going to be my hero. You talk about him all the time. (laughs) I want to meet that divorce lawyer in Memphis. So let's say you're a divorce lawyer in Memphis. You get a certain amount of money, profit, from each new divorce client. Some might give you 500000 because it's a multi-million dollar dispute. Some might give you $3,000 because they don't have any assets to split up. But let's say on average, 
you get an average check that pretty much goes into profit because you provide a service uh, each time you have a divorce client. And let's say that number is $5,000, Chris, on average, that's $5,000. But every time you get a divorce client, there's a certain lifetime benefit, Chris, because some people, believe it or not, Chris, because I know this would never be in Chris Schaefer's world. Sometimes people not only get divorced once, Chris, they get divorced twice. Well, so yes, that's true. Some people get divorced twice, uh, so they'll use you again. And more commonly, uh, you get some lifetime value from word of mouth. Someone gets divorced, then they have a a friend who gets divorced five years later, and they go, my life's falling apart. I need a good lawyer. Who did you use? I use this divorce lawyer in Memphis. So you get recommendations. So every time you get a new client, there's a certain lifetime benefit from it. In this case, Chris, what I like to do is put a multiplier on it of let's just say 10% to keep it even. So you get your $5,000 up front, and then you get a lifetime value of extra 10%, so an extra $500. So on average, every client you can get from AdWords, the profit, just the profit, like they came from any source, is $5,500. $5,000 up front for that divorce service, and an extra 10% just from having another recommendation out there, another person who might use you again for different services. That so what you're thing. saying is one out of every 10 clients is bringing one person back with them is what you're saying. So it's not necessarily a referrals worth 500. You're saying the percentage of people, the ratio of people that will bring in another person is one out of 10. And that's conservative, I think. Yeah, because let's just put it this way. It's like, let's say every time you got a new client, they either used you again or referred you to someone else, then the average value of one client would be 10,000 because you're guaranteed to get that second business. But let's just say on average, you get an extra 10% out of it. So the lifetime value becomes 5,500. So now if you're advertising on AdWords, you know your average lifetime value of getting a new customer in terms of profit. The next thing up, Chris, is cost per lead. And by cost per lead, we mean cost per conversion. But Chris, this is where accounting gets fun because accounting is a creative subject. You can play with numbers. You can make your own reality. You can distort your reality and ruin a company and bring down Enron. You know, Chris probably knows about that because he's from that city. So Chris, tell me some ways that people can go wrong with their cost per conversion number. Like you're not tracking things correctly. You have like a one second phone call. Like how can our listeners really drill down and get an accurate cost per conversion and cost per lead? I think, Jason, there is likely very few listeners out there that are going to be able to get a truly accurate cost per conversion. So I think this number is going to need to be adjusted to what you think is probably true. Consider the factors that you can't track. So on the negative side, you wouldn't be able to track people coming into your store, people that bookmark your page and purchase or contact you in some other way that you can't track. Sure. On the positive That's side, a great point. On, the, on the thing that will bring you from the other side of things, bring you to a much lower number than you should need, you're tracking brand. Your brand is mixed in there or you're tracking brand separately okay. and you don't want to have a low cost per conversion factored in there. You need to know new leads, not branded right. leads, not leads from people who already know who you are typing in your divorce lawyer Memphis name and then coming and converting on that. So that would bring them in the wrong direction. And then not knowing how many uh, you're missing would bring them in the other direction. 
So you probably need to figure this out a bit on on what the true cost per conversion is, but I'll, I'll venture to say very few people are really entirely accurate on that. It's just very difficult to do. So Chris, let's say this divorce lawyer is your client. And let's say we go through the factors of how you track a conversion in AdWords. Lead forms, that's pretty straightforward. Just make sure you're tracking one lead for each time someone fills it out, just one and not every. So like if someone fills it out twice, uh, you don't count them as two, you just count them as one because it's one person. So you track your lead forms. You track your calls from ads, the call extension. Let's say you say only calls that last 60 seconds or longer. So you're doing okay there. And then let's say you track website calls 60 seconds or longer. If my cost per conversion in AdWords was $100 and you were trying to really get the true cost per conversion from AdWords, would you have that number be a little lower? Would you lower it manually like in this calculation just because some people call and you don't pick up, but you call them back later that day or they go to your website, write down the phone number and call you the next day? Would you take the 100 and like maybe lower that to like 90 or something just to factor that stuff in? 90 may not even be enough. My thoughts are AdWords numbers are usually the worst case scenario, assuming you're not inflating that number. It's usually the worst case. You know, let's assume that there's a 10% error and sometimes it could be a 50% loss of conversions that you're getting. For example, I'm working on a client that's doing a, uh, you know, iPhone repair. He gets phone calls. And he gets forms completed. But imagine there are people that just click on his site and get his address and then just come to his store. I'll never be able to track that. I'll never know how many people do that. So, you know, AdWords numbers are the worst case scenario. And I absolutely agree. Bring those numbers, if anywhere, down 10, 20, 30, 40%, depending on how often you think people can slip through that tracking. Okay. Well, let's say in this scenario, the cost per lead was 120 bucks in AdWords cost per conversion. And we have everything strict one conversion per one person. Uh, 60 seconds on the phone call, but we'll take that down 20% because we know there's some conversions that don't get tracked in AdWords. So we'll say a cost per lead, cost per conversion of $100. We have our cost per conversion. Our next factor here, Chris, is how many leads it takes to acquire a new customer. So the divorce lawyer gets a phone call. It lasts 120 seconds. Maybe it lasts 500 seconds. But not every person who calls in and the call lasts more than a minute is going to become a paying customer. And not every person who fills out the lead form is going to become a paying customer. So here we're talking about how many leads it takes to acquire a new customer. Your closing ratio is kind of what I... Yeah, yeah, your closing rate. And then to get your cost per acquisition, you take your cost per lead and multiply it by how many leads it takes to get a new customer. So let's say your close ratio is 10%. Every good 10 solid leads that come into the law firm, you're going to close 10% of them. Or every lead that comes in, you're going to close 10% of those. So for every 10 leads, you're going to get a new customer. So to get your cost per acquisition, you would do 10 leads because it takes 10 leads to actually get a paying customer multiplied by your cost per lead, which was $100. So $100 times 10 leads, your cost per acquisition from AdWords, Chris, is $1,000. Yeah. Okay. that's all you need. How cool is that, that you can now... This is it. I mean, what we talked about 10 minutes ago, this is the number, right, Jason? I mean, this is the magic number that you can take into your conversion tracking, put a value in there, and know that every conversion is worth, you know, theoretically, this magic number. Now you can compare cost. Yeah, if you're entering that number, Chris, check me if I'm wrong, but I think what you would do is the conversion value, the value of one conversion would be your lifetime value, in this case, 5,500, divided by the 10 conversions it takes to get a client. 
So each conversion is one tenth of a new client. Right. So one tenth of fifty five hundred is five hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. So in go. AdWords, you would put in five fifty as a conversion value. You would see your conversion in this case at one hundred twenty or a hundred, and you would say, "Wow, it's costing me a hundred dollars to get a conversion." But look at the value I'm getting from each little conversion when they add up to one new customer, five hundred fifty at a time. Yeah. The graph's going up at this point. There's value in AdWords. There's profit. And AdWords. You know what's so interesting, Chris, is when you set up a conversion and you don't take the time to fill out a value, like you just skip over it, they don't even let you save the conversion without manually putting in, like, checking that you don't want to track a value. That's how important it is to, from Google's point of view. And they don't even let you set up conversions without manually saying either, okay, this is the value of one conversion on average, or no, I don't want to track that. So it's super important. Now, Chris, once you have all these factors, you can put them together and find your profit. Because remember the title of the show, AdWords Profitability. So what you can do here, and I created a tool at rothmanppc.com slash profit. You can punch in your numbers and figure out your profit per new customer from AdWords. So in this case, Chris, we punch in $5,500 lifetime value, $100 cost per lead, and 10 leads to get one new customer. And once you punch those things in, it's going to spit out two numbers, your cost per acquisition, which is the 10 leads that cost $100 a lead to get one new client, 10 of them. So that's $1,000, 10 times 100. And then it's going to subtract your cost per acquisition from your average lifetime value. So your average lifetime value in this case is 5,500. Your cost per acquisition is 1,000. So for every new customer you get from AdWords, you're making 5,500 minus 1,000 costs, you're making $4,500 profit. And what's fun about this tool, Chris, and having this skill set to understand AdWords profitability, you can play with the numbers. So let's say not one out of 10 leads becomes a customer, but again, let's be super conservative and say it takes 20 solid phone calls or lead form fills to become a new paying customer. Now you're doing 20 leads at $100 a lead, that's a cost per acquisition of $2,000. Your lifetime value is $5,500. You're still making $3,500 profit. And no, that's not as good as making $5,500 profit from a walk-in off the street where you didn't spend any money on AdWords, but it's still profitable, Chris. It's still $3,500 profit. So I just love this tool. I love having this process to walk down to figure out if you are profitable. And then, Chris, what if you're not profitable? Because not everybody who punches their numbers in is going to, some people might figure out they're not profitable. Yeah. So what do you do then? It's going to be daunting for someone to say, well, my campaign's not profitable. I put it in and I'm way, my cost is way over the value that I'm bringing in. So it's really daunting. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of factors in the ways that you can bring it into a profitability area, but we're going to have to talk in generalities. Okay. So if you want ideas yeah, on how to point. bring it into profitability, listen to listen episodes to episode. <laughs> 103 episodes before this one, because right. that's what we talk about, right? What we're talking about is the end result today and how to look at those numbers. But the other 103 we, before this, we're all um, you know yeah. talking about how to do that. So, Chris, you make a great point because what I gave us here to you know what we are going to talk about, we're talking about money numbers, but we're not talking about like how you get those money numbers. So I think that's a great qualifier. We're assuming the, the numbers we're going to go over, the solutions, we're assuming the account is optimized. We're assuming the search terms are good. We're assuming the ad copy is good, the landing page is working, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which yeah. not everybody who's not profitable is going to be in that position yet. Yeah. So number one, and this is obvious, you need to decrease cost per 
conversion, right, Jason? Yes. That's an easy one not to do, but to realize that that's what you need to do. (laughs) It's an obvious checkbox you need to hit, but doing it, that's difficult. If you lower your cost per conversion, your cost per acquisition goes down. When your cost per acquisition goes down, your profit goes up. How you lower your cost per conversion, Chris, we both have thoughts on that. We, We have other episodes on that. We can get into it, but that's one of the tools you can use to get to the profit. Another way you can become profitable, Chris, is increase your close rate. And if you're a Chris Schaefer client, you already know you're getting the lowest cost per conversion possible. So it probably is your intake's fault. So Chris, I'm sure you have (laughs) thoughts on how you can increase the close rate, some things some of your clients and their intake's doing wrong. Answering the phone, getting better at intake, not sounding like a scary person when you answer the phone, you know, all that stuff. Actually reaching out to the leads. Yeah, having a controlled script and points that you always hit, you know, so that you're able to control your messaging and it's not based on the emotions of what you're doing or what you were just working on right before you got the call or the emotions of the person that's talking to you. You know, you're able to hit your features and benefits as you as a business and talking about those in order to sell and not just what's on your mind moments before. And I want to jump back to the other one, just decrease cost per conversion. There's one thing we talked about you know, we talked about how to change your cost per conversion in AdWords. Here's another idea. You want to decrease your cost per conversion, keep AdWords the same, but improve the likelihood of getting conversions on your website. <laughs> there, it's Maybe your crappy form isn't what people want to fill out. Maybe they want to book an appointment. Maybe they want to call you. Maybe they, they, they need some type of technology. You know, I added a, a feature on my website for people to be able to book a time to talk with me. That conversion method on my website has completely changed the way that people interact with me. So can I steal that for my site? I think you have. I think. Not not, yet, but are we going to be okay if I do? Ladies and gentlemen, if you go, if you've been to Jason's website and you've been to mine, go back and look at Jason's website and you'll think, that thief. (laughs) At some point, I don't have it on there yet, Chris, but I'm going to get that tool on there because you're right. Like if coming from a customer's perspective, do I want to go to Chris Schaefer's website, put my information in the form and hope he answers it and we then we play back and forth on emails and figure out a time to talk? Or do I want to, for 100%, lock in that call time and be able to speak to the great Chris Schaefer? It's totally more attractive from a customer's perspective. So so maybe AdWords, you know, figuring out that special magic keyword isn't what it's all about. Maybe a better conversion, maybe a a higher likelihood of getting that lead. You know, make it more attractive to them. That's another option. And immediately you've decreased your conversions, got more leads, and now you're going to get a... You know, even if your closing rate stays the same, you're going to get more money from AdWords because you're going to have more leads coming in. Chris perfect example of this yesterday i was talking to a moving client who knows another moving client and he's like jason we got to get things better the phone's not ringing i know you do business uh you work for this other guy i'm friends with every time i go see him all he talks about is how great you are and how much business he's getting only from your campaigns that's the only way he gets business and how come you're not doing the same thing for me and adwords and i go well we are doing the same thing but let's look at your two websites the guy i'm talking to chris has like stock photos on his website. Uh Um, He's running ads in an area where it's a different area code. And it's just like (laughs) the website's a mess. And again, you know how important moving, uh, finding a right moving company is. It's like a big deal to people. It's a very personal experience. Yeah. Very personal and a huge deal. And things when they go wrong can be so bad. So the other client where things are going great, we're running the same kind of AdWords strategies. 
Chris, you go to his website, phone numbers are great, all that's great, but the background of the website is a video role of mm. his guys on a yes. moving job in uniform wrapping up furniture not stock it's not some smiling happy skinny people you're telling me it's it's not stock footage it's actual real people not a stock photo not even a real photo of his guys and his trucks actual video feed of them on the move doing a great professional job and i'm like that's great talking to the other client like look at the two websites like yes we can get clicks from the same keyword same search term but what do you who do you think is going to have a higher conversion rate uh, and a lower cost per conversion. So, yes, decreasing your cost per conversion, it is about AdWords, but it's about the website and the intake as well, Chris. And another example, another mover, I called up his phone number to test it to make sure it was working one day, Chris. Hello? That's how he answered, Chris, his business <laughs> oh, number on his website. Hello? Hello? Who's calling me? Why are you calling this number? <laughs> yeah, hello? Hello? So, okay, if that's how that call goes, you're going to get a lot of hangups. Yeah. And your cost per conversion is going to be higher because you're not going to get those 60-second calls. First so, impressions, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and the, the final way, and this, this is a little harder probably, but the final way to increase your profit from AdWords, increasing that lifetime value, getting more referrals from people, getting more repeat business, raising your prices. And Chris, sometimes maybe that's the answer. If someone has a fully optimized campaign, Offline, everything is great, but they're just in a super competitive industry where to get clicks from AdWords, they've run through the calculator and it's just not profitable at the current level. They might need to charge more and that maybe that's the only solution. But anyway, guys, we're going to link to the tool in the show notes, rothmanppc.com slash profit, and you can run through and, and let us know if you're profitable. Chris, there we go. That's that's the episode, buddy. That's a great. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Jason giving some, I think, some very wise advice, taking us outside. I think I think that's one thing that you do really well, Jason. If we take a break, just just brag on Jason. Jason, I think that's one thing you do really well. You take us outside. You know, I'm very much into the nitty-gritty of AdWords, and I think that's what you really contribute, is taking us outside of that AdWords view and looking at the Wait, box. What do you mean outside of AdWords? Well, you because, because you make people Are you think, saying I'm not in the nitty-gritty? Am I not in the nitty-gritty? Well, I'm saying that you provide that outside perspective of giving people a reason to look at how yeah, they're... Yeah, but what, what but are you saying? I'm not good at AdWords? Yeah, I am. And what you're good at is doing, yeah. uh, you know, getting people to look at their business and how they interact with the results of what AdWords is generating for them. Chris, I know what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. I know this passive aggressive, mm -hmm. what you're doing right now <laughs> to, to talk about a lack of AdWords skill. Dude, sorry. I have five years of experience. You have 10. Actually, okay, what do you want me to do? Almost 15. 15. I started in 03. So. Yeah, but at least, you know what? I've got a future in this game, okay? I'll die I'm not, first. I'm not going to be retired. I'm not going to be retired <laughs> in a next couple month, years. okay? <laughs> yeah, there okay. Let's well. look at who's who's insurable, okay? Oh, hey. You probably you probably got 10 diseases you don't even know you have. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening everybody. Paidsearchpodcast.com. We have another show the uh the, uh, I don't even know what it's called because I'm so angry right now. And all I see is red on this recorder. So, uh, Chris, close the show. That's it. We'll see you guys next time. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jason. I'm Chris. And you've been listening to the Search Podcast. <laughs>